Welcome to part two of Testimony and Musician Story Presents Marriage. In part one, we spoke with BJ Thompson of Build a Better Us, a small group ministry for couples, and spoke briefly with newlywed singer songwriter Hilary Jane. This episode features rapper Ishan Burgundy and his multifaceted wife, Zara Hairston. If you are a regular listener of TMS, then you probably remember the two part series we did on Ishan Burgundy. Zara is a major part of his testimony. In fact, the majority of part two of his testimony was spent talking about their incredible journey to each other and God. We encourage you to use our search engine and listen at TestimonyStories.com. his wife keep it all the way real and transparent in this conversation about their marriage and its struggles and triumphs. Just like in part one, this episode will feature songs about relationships by Christian hip-hop artists. For a complete track listing, visit TestimonyStories.com. Now, let's meet Zara, who happens to be a dope lyricist too, and be reintroduced to Ishan. They have been married for nine years and have three children. You know, the crazy thing is I wasn't really looking for another believer or even looking to be married when I met Anton. I had been through like an emotional, an emotionally abusive relationship right before him. So in that time, God was just making it like really clear to make him my first love. So I really wasn't like looking prior to I was, that was like my whole life. I just wanted to be a wife so bad. But then when God started to show me that, you know, I had this hole that only he could fill. And until I allowed him to fill it, it just wasn't going to work out for me is when I just stopped and just said, okay, let me just not worry about it. And as soon as I did that, I ran into him and, um, we had this long conversation and it was just like, because of what I had been through, he thought he was asking me these deep questions, trying to see where I was. And then I kind of like countered him and he didn't know what to do with that because he wasn't used to women who really like knew God and knew the word like I did. And so it was just like a, a instant chemistry, like crazy. It wasn't even like something we tried to seek out. It's just kind of like, I really believe God just kind of like drew us together. I had my son when we wasn't on them speaking terms. You and me can never hash it out like we need legal firms. But even if I sued you for the time you wasn't present, you defend the lie and charm the jewelry like a present. I opened up that box before and wasn't nothing there. That's how I learned you never trust nobody with your ears. So when my eyes was dead and I ain't a lie, 
spoke my words to a witness on that alibi Now you done come alive, asking for forgiveness What I'ma do with that? Where they do that at? Wish I could dead this issue, I'm talking sores I'm speeding fast, I miss you, I'm talking Porsche It's like I love you, but you bad for me You make it hard for me to trust you when that's bad for me But if I don't forgive you, tell me, is it blasphemy? Since I need that same forgiveness like a habit be I stay forgetting that you give me grace until I need it If I don't give it, I don't get it, now you know I see it So I'm accountable for what I know about what I do That's not dependent on what the and he knows it too And that's what scares me, cause you can suffer long, I ain't that good You straight laid down your life, not sure I could I should be more like you, I know I should I guess that's what this is, I'm one of you, I get it It's all for you to do through me, I'm powerless and cynic But if I let you come alive for me, then you could get it That glory that belongs to you, it's all for you What would I ever do if not for you? I rock for you, but you the rock You ought to think about me, everybody thinks I'm not I'm just the face they see, but you should get the credit I don't gamble, but it's safe to say I'm safe And you, I bet it, father, if you go through me to get my father, then I'm with it Darren Ishan's testimony, he revealed that the couple was not able to stay celibate prior to marriage. Zara talks about the headspace she was in during that time. I think the thing that happens is you don't set boundaries. You know, like your flesh makes you think you're stronger than you actually are. And so he was at my house. He was spending the night. You know, we were spending long periods of time with each other. And whenever you do that and you're not having anyone with you when you're hanging around, there's no one to hold you accountable but each other. But because you're so in love and the flesh is kind of like dictating all of your feelings, you can't hold each other accountable. You need like a separate party who has like nothing to do with you guys to help hold you accountable. So my headspace was just like, uh, we good, we good, we good. And then like, no, we're not because now we slept with each other and we're not married. And I feel extremely horrible and devastated that, Everything that God has done for me, everything that he's, you know, healed me from, just how gracious and merciful he is. And here I would just like kind of slip and sleep with him. Like someone that kind of was a, we were like a gift to each other and we like abused it. And like to this day, sometimes, you know, my husband will tell you, I still deal with that guilt of just feeling like, you know, why wasn't I strong enough? But I think that's what happens, again, when you don't have accountability, you haven't set boundaries and guidelines. Like, okay, at this time, when it's about to get dark, we need to depart from each other. All this spending the night stuff, when we're not married, even if you're sleeping on the floor or another bed or another room, doesn't work because eventually you're going to end up sleeping with each other. You fall into the pit. Like, it's just inevitable. You're just, you're not strong enough to defeat that. Sooner or later, it's, the flesh is going to catch up to you when you live without boundaries and accountability. You know I want it, I need it, you've got it, you know, so you've flown it, I see it, hypnotic, I can't help but to stop dead and look at it, you've got me wrapped around you, a hooked at it. But what about, what about God and love the heart of us? Uh, what about it, baby? And ain't no doubt if we go down this route, it'll take a part of us. Yeah. Ain't no doubt about it. Ooh, baby, I know we could be the perfect match. Let it burn. But I don't want my feet stuck in a trap with no return. But it looks like you got me. You know, we'll have our moments. 
where, you know, it'll come up. Because I think, um, just like she said, we, we did feel and, and still to this day feel like we were a gift to each other. And when you kind of, you know, you feel like you may have misused it, you know what I'm saying? You can, especially when you have high regard for God and, and his gifts, you know, you definitely don't want to misuse it. So when you do, it could be something that kind of lingers. So whenever it comes up, you know, I, I definitely feel a little bad, you know what I'm saying, that I that I played a major part in, in her being weak. Because I think the husband, you know what I'm saying, you know, he, even before he's a husband, um, the man should always be the one protecting the woman. And I'm just reminded whenever that comes up of me not protecting her during that time. Take back to the concert when I first met you Looking at the way you grew Knew that you something special Had to get that seat right next to you Cause if I didn't Somebody else would've made that move And I ain't about to let that happen Girl, you make me happy This can't be real life Somebody come and slap me She got the kind of vibes That made my dogs dap me And say, boy, you did good You did good Yeah Remember our first Christmas together I was really just a broke young fella Freshman in college, lacking in knowledge Found me a dime while out here trying to give me a dollar Trying to be a man like my father, oh yeah But yet and still you love me regardless You love me when hard as you understand the heart of an artist A love like yours, I know that I can never afford it You got me on my gym, a legend, ain't coming no glory Me and my wife, we, we have been married for nine years now And it's been it's been a journey and it's been a constant discovery. You know, like we, we've been discovering more about each other, more on how to deal with one another, how to relate to one another, how to, to communicate to one another. And I think having um, other couples around who are learning and on that journey as well, I think it's important because I've talked to, you know, a few brothers in my life who are married and um, they, they've definitely throughout the years been able to give me certain perspectives in their marriage that, you know, has helped me in my own marriage. And I, I think I can speak for them and say I've, I've done the same. Um, but when you're out there and you're kind of just figuring this thing out, I think that's why divorce um, is, is I, I guess, rapidly becoming more and more of an option um, out here is because when you're figuring something out with somebody, you know, Getting out sometimes seems like the only viable option. Let me just get out of this thing. Let me start over with somebody else. But, you know, we all know when you start over with somebody else, you're just getting into the same situation where you're going to be learning that person and learning how to do life with that person. You're going to run into hiccups and you're going to run into walls um, with that as well. So I think, you know, settling down, strapping in, you know, and just preparing for the ride is is the only way and and to have people around you that can that can kind of help you out along the way point out things that you may have missed give you a little bit of guidance and some advice during the way i think is very important Just one of those days cause I feel fed up Feel like you're stuck in your ways and you won't let up Questions, 
like persecution No retribution, enough is enough and I don't know what I'm doing Got the weight of the world on me, can you help me out? Don't add to the load, please, I'm really stressing out Thinking the grass is greener when you're single Sick and tired of arguing, so I changed my demeanor She wants to talk, I say we do She says that we're not friends, and I just say it's you We feel like strangers, but what stranger is this feeling? Love never leaves, if it's true, hope it soon makes an appearance I know love don't feel the same way you used to Strangers in the same bed, I know you're questioning about Cause I'm noticed Honestly, I feel like a lot of women that I talk to, I'm usually the one that is pouring into them as opposed to um, being poured into. So um, that's been like a struggle just because, you know, like my husband is saying, when you're going through difficult times in your marriage, you want to be able to be sharpened by another person who can kind of like change your perspective and help you see yourself outside of what you're in um and when you don't have anyone to do that you know it makes you rely on God a lot more um than you normally would and so I don't know why I don't really have that at this moment in this season of my life um I don't know if it's because I'm a leader and God is just like really trying to get me to really draw into him for as much you know as possible but it I think it is is vital but everybody doesn't have it. And I think that's why so many people end up in divorce or they end up in separation because they don't have wisdom speaking into them. So they don't know how to be married. And um, my husband and I, we've almost like gotten a divorce probably twice in our marriage because of that. It was just like, we didn't have anyone to really pour into us who's, who's doing this thing, like or who's done it for years before us but God has really like used those times to grow us in our relationship with him first and then with each other so as much as I would love to have it 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 also played like a crucial role in my ability to help others um that are struggling in in their marriage like other women that has been our story you know we we haven't had um those couples you know around us to pour into us throughout our nine years of marriage. So our default has always been um, just us in the Lord. I mean, me earnestly praying for my wife, for our relationship, um, and my wife doing the same during our hardest times and us seeking him and him kind of pulling us out and uh, rescuing our marriage time and time again, you know, over these last nine years. So, yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that as, when it, it's great to have, um, and it's a beautiful thing to have that accountability and to have fellowship with other couples. Um, but if you don't have it, um, I think the Lord is more than more than um, capable of salvaging a relationship or guiding a relationship, you know, himself. And again, that's probably not the, the you know, you, you don't want to be without fellowship and, 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 and be isolated or secluded and without, you know, accountability. But if that happens to be the case, you know, the Lord is more than more than uh, able to keep you. Can I be honest? Let me be honest. Sometimes I hate it. I wish I was flawless. Cause I made mistakes now. And I cannot change now. And sorry, don't cut it. I had to do me now. It was selfish of me, cause I sold him a dream. Every promise that I made him got 
got shot down. Real talk, broken heart. Every time you see me now, show me love, but remind me I will walk out. And I ain't never meant to break his heart. I promise, I should've been honest. But it's kinda hard when I'm on a pedestal. And if I step down, then I'm looking kinda heartless. Truth is, I had trust issues. And proof is, I felt stuck with you. I built up these walls and I can't let them fall. Cause I let my past build up like scar tissue. I ain't the only one, I ain't the only one. I made some promises I couldn't keep. I wish it was me. I wish I could go back and tell them I'm weak. I wish I ain't cheap. We come strong. I mean, I think it's only difficult when you're trying to operate in your own strength. Like, I found that when I tried to fix my husband, <laughs> thinking that I actually can, like, have that superpower, like, I, oh my gosh, it's like, you feel hopeless because it's not, you don't have the power to, to change someone's heart, only the Holy Spirit does. So, like, once you finally release yourself from thinking you actually have any or quality to be able to change another human being and you totally rely on God, it becomes easier. You, it's actually like a release. It's actually um, a release and a relief. So for me, it's not hard to rely on God because then I'm like, you know what, God, I put that on you and you and him can deal with that because me and him ain't able to do that right now. And that's just the reality. Like, I'm just going to be real. And marriage, sometimes you're just not going to get through to your partner. Like, you're just not. And the only option is to trust God to do that for you because the Holy Spirit just has this way of communicating something that you've been saying for years and then the Holy Spirit do it. And my husband's coming over to me and like, oh, you know what the Holy Spirit just showed me this morning? And he showed it to him like in the morning, in like 10 minutes. And I've been saying it for like seven years. It's like, okay, wow. So it's like, you as why as a wife, I'm like really learning to just like rest in Jesus. Like it's not it's not a burden to rest in him unless you're trying to take control over whoever you're married to. When you rest in God, it's like it's a relief. It's like your place of hope. It's your place of peace. It's like where you go and say, you know what? You can change this thing, like you can do it because I feel like I can't. And I'm like extremely hopeless. And that's where God a lot of times wants us to be. He wants us in a position where we understand that we're not him. And, and to add on to that, it's, it's very important to remember um, who's God in your relationship. It's not you or your spouse. And when you put your relationship into perspective like that, it's a lot easier to depend on him. And uh, I, I honestly think it, it's a constant, it's a constant prayer, you know, because the, the flesh tempts you to try to take control of everything in your life. So not only just your personal life and, and um, you know, uh, some of the things you're going to do, you know, in order to get money, you know what I'm saying? In order to, you know, whatever your vocation is, you know, all these things you, you, you're tempted to take control of um, as well as your marriage. You're tempted to put your hands on it and stare at the way you would have it go. But I think we as believers have to come to the realization that ultimately God is in control of everything. I think that's a constant prayer that believers have to have. You know, Lord, you maintain control. Lord, give me the strength to let go. Really, that's how we survive. That's how, you know, you know, just like my wife said, she'll be trying to get she'll be trying to get me to understand something or communicate something to me that I just can't hear via her. And the Lord uh, will show me during a study or just during my prayer time. And 
she'll look at me like, you know, now you know I've been saying that for five years now. <laughs> oh, praise God that he, you know, chose this time to reveal it and make me aware. And really, when, when we understand things from his perspective, we get it spiritually. I mean, that's probably the best way to get it because I think we hold on to it longer as opposed to hearing it from somebody else. It's a good thing to be in prayer for your spouse and about your spouse and to really serve them in that way. It helps them get better, helps them do better, it helps them grow, and you grow in the process. Wouldn't take nothing back when I look back, been smacked, cracked in the face with the back of his hand, pushed down on the bed, pulling on my legs, said I wouldn't give it, so we gonna take it. Flashback to my father leaving me, sped up to my cousins grinding me, slowed down to my dying heartbeat. I was just a kid, you a big god, why you let it happen now, I'm all scarred. Looking for your love, why you so far? Is you really real? I don't think you are. You don't got a heart, you don't got a care. When you ever show up, I ain't see you there. I heard you was chasing me, cause I couldn't see your face in me. Keep it real, you was really cold casing me. Now I'm laying in this bed, thinking in my head, why I always gotta end like this? Why I gotta be the girl that's always throwing up fists, fighting through life of my life? Did you write this? Can you rewrite this? What you mean it's a gift? More like a cross. What you did a coin toss, gambling my life with the devil? That's supposed to give me on my heart, be a rebel? Yeah, I know that I can never think on your level. All I'm trying to do is understand, can we level? All you need from me is to believe and it's settled. I'm giving you my life in exchange like a metal. Burned in the fire, tried by the trier, so I would be the dollar and you could be the wire. Send me what you want, how you want to the dying. I'll never take the credits and the back to the buyer. What is wrong with the world? Hostile in mind and engaged in evil deeds. What is wrong with the world? You are the crowning glory of the creation of God. You are created to live and bring glory and honor to the Lord Jesus Christ. And instead, you are hostile toward the one by whom and for whom you were created. Come into contact with so many couples who are struggling with like, trying to walk out the life of Christ but struggling with emotional issues as well as marital issues. I started um, two organizations. One is called Your Heart Shape, and that is for people that are, like, dealing with suicidal thoughts, depression, um, and just not being able to get a grasp on managing their emotions because that was me. Before I gave my life to Christ, I, I had, you know, attempted suicide before, because my father wasn't in my life, I had all these kind of daddy issues and emotional issues and insecurity. And the, and God really used the word to counsel me and to heal me. And so um, through your heart shape, I try to help people who are struggling with those same things. And then I also have an um, organization called Love Life Inc. And that's for singles and married couples. And again, it's just pouring into those individuals who feel... Like I once felt like I don't know how to be married. I really don't know how to be single. My background and my family, you know, I don't come from a line of women of faith. I don't come from a line of wives. Um, and so when I'm giving my life to Christ and I'm now a woman of faith and I'm a wife, I have no idea what to do and I don't know where to go. Um, and so Love Life Inc. is for those people who are like me. It's a resource provided to them if they don't have that in their um, direct life. Oh, she plays a major role. You know, the fact that she handles really the, 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 the administrative part, which is everything. I'm just the face. I just show up and do things. But um, all the behind-the-scenes stuff um, is definitely her. And I'm grateful for her for that. Um, so, yeah, yeah, she, she, she plays uh, a pivotal role. And my career as an artist. What you believe in for? Is you fake dug in like CB4 or is you pure? 
Do you honestly believe there is a living God? How could you? Why would you? If you never even seen him before. My heart beats harder when I deeply contemplate the Father. Who am I to be exonerated when I face your honor? I'm guilty, filthy. Man, I got commas after my commas. If I could add up my sin, I'd probably have a body count like Osama. Can I get it in? Let me put it down. Let me pick it up. Fill it up with rounds. Those are my thoughts. This is my heart. Take all my accolades and my crowd. If I brought up back in the days, half of you would be amazed. Got sin trapped all in my DNA. 14, I got robbed me of Safadine. I start questioning God, not me. Where you at? What's good? You know he wasn't in our hood. You know them boys had them weapons. My little brother said, learn your lesson. Man, we could've got murdered. Forget that money. Yeah, they burned us. The Lord did us a service. Threw them prayers up and he heard us. Want to support Testimony and Musician Story? Here's how. We created a Patreon account that allows you to financially support us while receiving perks. One perk is our exclusive cuts. I have one to two hour long conversations with artists and cut it down to 15 minutes. So there is a lot of great content that I simply cannot fit into one episode. Our Patreon supporters will get those exclusives, plus conversations with myself and partner and engineer, Gary. Visit TestimonyStories.com to find the Patreon link and support our ministry. It goes one by one, these bricks that I lay out. I'm building up a kingdom, waiting for the day I can. Take a hand gently, pardon me, miss, may I? My castle is empty now. And I was hoping you would stay my queen. In addition to her ministries, Zara is an author and is working on a children's book and novel. Ishan legit is her number one fan. Just have a conversation with him, and that quickly becomes evident. But being that she is so talented and has passions of her own, how does she deal with supporting her husband's career while he is in the spotlight? You know, I'm just going to be all the way real. We've been there. Um, we we had like a, a, a couple year long argument over that um, because, you know, what my husband does is so demanding. It almost made me feel limited in my calling. And again, not really having anyone to show me what it means to be a wife. I originally thought that that meant I have to lay down everything that I want to do and he has to succeed first before I can do anything. That was really my thought. But then when I went to the word and you see in Proverbs 31 where this woman, I mean, she's helping her husband, she's supporting her husband, but she got her own stuff going on too. That opened up my eyes and I was like, I want to be her. So when people are like, what do you not do? Where do you get that from? I get that from Proverbs 31. Like this woman was just like, excellent inside the home, outside the home, had her businesses, managing her husband stuff, helping manage what her husband had going on personally. After studying her life, I realized, you know, I don't have to put my whole life and my gifts and my calling on hold in order to help my husband succeed at his. We can both succeed at our callings and our gifts because God wouldn't give it to me if he wanted me to hush it, you know what I mean, and put it under a, a tree somewhere. So I think that sometimes it can be a mistake for women to feel like they have to lose themselves 
and helping their husband find who he is. When you get married and, and you're a couple, this is not the average case, but you want your husband to already know who he is and for you to already know who you are. So you're not struggling to help him figure that out because in that you will lose yourself. God intervening, he, he made it possible to where now my husband, he supports me like he's like, He's like a fan. Like, I'll run into people and people will tell me, like, that he talks about me all the time to everybody. Like, even when I'm not around. So he's, like, one of my biggest fans. But it was a time where I felt like he didn't even support me. So I think women should be encouraged and just, like, you know, let things kind of, like, run their course sometimes and, and depend on God. But if you are called to do something, don't don't quiet that. Just to, you know, make, possibly make your, your husband feel like, oh, I can make him feel like a man if I'm less of a woman. That's not a man. So I don't think that women should do that. Every king needs a queen. Needs a queen. Every king needs a queen. He needs a queen. Every king needs a queen. If God is at the center and it's something that he's joined together, I think he can sustain it. And I think he will sustain it um, as long as the, the the man and the woman continue to put their trust and their faith in him and not necessarily in each other. And I think two people serving one another um, and looking to the father in the process, uh, I think you have to succeed at that point. I don't think there's anything but success. In marriage and when you don't have anyone to train you how to be a wife, how to be a husband, you're going to run into tremendous conflict, even if you do have God. You know what I'm saying? Like, God is miraculously, he's restored our marriage and he's restored us. But at the end of the day, sometimes it's going to take, it's also going to take some application from someone to show you how to do this thing. Some background, um, like if you've been sexually abused, if you've been raped, if you've um, been involved in incest, if you've been involved in physical abuse, whatever, and you get married, it and you never dealt with that, you're going to just run in circles. You're going to be in this cycle that you feel like you can never get out of, even while you're praying. So sometimes you're, you are going to need counseling. You are going to need like a biblical counselor to come in and, and say, hey, let me help you do, do this thing. Um, and of course, that is God at the root. But sometimes I think people feel like just because they know God, he it should just fix itself. He's going to order our steps to sometimes do our part as well. I don't want women or men out there to feel guilty because they feel like they want to get a divorce or they feel like they want to get out. Sometimes that's just a normal feeling when you don't know what else to do. And the enemy will try to make you feel guilty about that. But it's really just... It's a it's a flashing light to let you know, hey, something is wrong. And then, hey, how can I fix this thing? So, the reoccurring themes mentioned by all our guests in both episodes are first knowing that you are not God and neither is your spouse and that God needs to be at the center of your relationship. Second is the importance of fellowship and accountability with other couples. Cause this empty room was meant for you and me and all of our affections Ah, confessions, baby Uh, 
A king without a queen has a vacancy that frames his reflection And so it seems every king needs a queen Thank you for listening to Testimony, a Musician's Story. As always, I'm Brown, theory of the music lover constantly seeking positive music. <laughs>